What's the gospel? Put it in a sentence. The gospel is the news that Jesus Christ, the righteous one, died for our sins. Rose again, eternally triumphant over all his enemies, so that there is now no condemnation for those who believe, but only everlasting joy. That's the gospel. guys and welcome back to the Pulse podcast. This is where we aim to tackle Pulse raising questions regarding the Christian faith. My name is Toya Akinoso, I'm your host and I am joined once again by Mike Omini. So in today's segment we have the question, should Christians be afraid of the coronavirus? Um, of recently there's been a bit of a debate online in kind of evangelical circle as to whether Christians with this authority we have in Christ or some people will quote Psalm 91 and then say as Christians we shouldn't have to fear about the virus because God is going to protect us. I just thought that to you then Mike what do you have to say about that? So uh, thanks for having me again Toye. Uh, if I'm correct what you seem to be asking is should Christians be afraid of the coronavirus? Yep. Uh, COVID-19 uh, is a sickness, illness, virus that has pretty much uh, crippled all of global life now. Um, countries that thought they were not going to get it have got it. People who thought they would be immune have got it and We've seen lots of death. I forget what the global number is, but it's high. Um, and so, you know, rightly so, I guess, some people may be alarmed or at least confused as to what they should be doing and what the Christian response should be um, to something like this. Well, of course, we have to first kind of clarify the terms. When you say afraid, um, I think some may liken that to caution. Um, should Christians be cautious? Well, the answer is yes. If you mean by by afraid cautious, Christians definitely ought to be cautious. When I say cautious, this means this means simply uh, taking the appropriate steps to protect yourself and your family. If this means washing your hands or or staying away. I mean, in the UK right now, we are in a three uh, week lockdown where the prime minister has said everyone should stay home. So 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 if you're talking about taking those type of measures to keep people at home, yes absolutely um, Christians should do so. Um, if you're talking about listening to governing authorities or governmental authorities, again, the answer is yes, you, you should listen to governmental authorities. In Romans 13, we are told that we should be a subject to governing authorities because no authority is there unless God allows it. And even bad authorities are instituted and as such, we ought to listen to them. So if the government gives a decree, again, that, that kind of falls uh, away from this question of kind of being afraid or not. This is some things you should do. Um, the third thing is, if you're saying afraid as in, oh, I'm going to go out because that's somehow a, uh, a demonstration of my faith. And if I touch people and if I'm reckless, God will protect me because I'm not afraid. That again is Christians slightly missing uh, uh, the point. I'm reminded of Matthew 4, 7, uh, where Jesus uh, in responding to the devil who in the same way was was kind of taunting Jesus saying come on, let's test uh this this trust you have in God let's test it and Jesus very quickly quotes Deuteronomy uh 6 16 he says that that shall not test the Lord your God we shouldn't test God in this way so Christians who are going out and touching people who are sneezing on each other in an attempt to show their faith or their uh, that they're not fearful they've slightly misunderstood the question so 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 if that's what we're talking about then 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 those are my quick answers to those those things you shouldn't do that now when we look at the 
dictionary definition of fear, um, we're looking at two main uh, things. One is kind of a distressing emotion that's aroused from or by impending danger. Or if we look at the more Christian sense, we're talking about a kind of reverential thing, uh, maybe a reverential awe, as we may uh, call it. Now, God speaks directly to these things because in 2 Timothy 1.7, we know that uh, uh, Paul, trying to uh, encourage his young protege, Timothy, um, who record show was somewhat timid was young um was you know growing weary in the uh, in service paul tells timothy uh god has not given you the spirit of fear right or, or he, he hasn't given you uh, the spirit of timidity uh, instead he's given you power love and a sound mind and other definitions or sorry other other uh, um versions say self-discipline now, these letters were addressed to Timothy, who would have been bewildered, quite frankly, by the world he was being asked to lead in. Here is a young man who um, doesn't really believe in himself, and he's been asked to lead in a world where uh, no doubt there's dangers everywhere. In a way, it seems as though Paul is right into Christians now in the middle of this coronavirus, and he's saying the same thing. God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind whilst the world seems to be gripped by fear christians are not to have uh, of the spirit of fear see how i mean notice how you know even though we don't have the spirit of fear all those things we said at the top of this podcast still stand now if we don't have the spirit of fear how then should we respond to this virus well it's time for us to show the world the hope we have what do I mean by this? Well, three quick things. One is Christians should be the most stable, the most cool, the most collected right now because we know what happens to us when we die. Uh, I, what happens at the end of all of this is settled for a believer. You are saved and you know where you'll spend eternity. So death isn't the worst thing that could happen to us. Believing in Jesus means the worst thing that could happen actually now becomes the best thing that can happen that you get to spend for forever with your savior. Uh, the second thing to be aware of is that crisis isn't new. We, we've seen crises throughout Christian history, whether it was when Saul was terrorizing Jerusalem whether, and, and, and people flee into Judea and all sorts of places, whether it was when young Stephen was, was, was stoned to death in, in, in Acts 5 thereabouts, you know, you know, whether it's, it's during Jesus' birth, the, the church or, or, or God's chosen people have always existed surrounded by chaos um, and surrounded by disorder. That's okay. In fact, that's the prerequisite for shining your light. And this is the third thing. Christians ought not to be afraid. They ought to see this as a wonderful opportunity to share the hope they have in Jesus Christ. It's time to invade all the dark recesses of society with light, to tell people about the glorious gospel of Jesus, to be like Timothy and to take heed to the advice that says, don't be, don't be afraid, but instead speak forth. There's never been a better time to share the faith and the hope you have than now in a place in a time where there is a definite hope and uh, a confidence a deficit in the world thank you so much for that mike and i really appreciate what you said about sharing the hope and but a question that then comes to me that obviously as you said we're on a three-week lockdown everyone's self-isolating so in that circumstance how can you still be a beacon of hope to people how can you still share the good news of jesus christ to folk well, what the question there is, in the midst of suffering, how do you uh, uh, witness you suffer well? 
<laughs> That's how you witness. You suffer well and you suffer gladly. You know, when you put a Christian and an unbeliever through the same process, which is what happens in life, by the way, the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. What should be different is the temperament of those two people as they go through the fire. So are you the joyful one? Are you the optimistic one? Are you the hopeful one? Philippians 4, 8, Ephesians 5 comes to mind. Are you the type of person that goes through persecution and whose faith grows larger as a result, whose heart grows larger as a result, who stretches out a hand to the local neighborhood as a result? Are we those type of people or do we cower in fear that's the real difference there it's about suffering well suffering gladly but also using the remaining uh, uh, tools at your disposal to still witness and to still uh, show forth biblical optimism pray for the world care for your neighbors uh, help those who are poor who are sick who are infirmed uh, use social media if you must connect with people you know you know it's time right now to be a wide-eyed outward-looking big-hearted christian not one that's scared that retreats and you know and, and looks for a corner in, in their house no 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 that, that's not the time for this when god saw darkness he invaded it with light right we we, we saw this in john 1 13 god saw darkness in the world and he says i'm gonna bring myself right into it uh, Jesus saw darkness in the human heart and he says in John 16 uh, yeah. I'm going to leave with you the Holy Spirit he's going to go into that darkness throughout history we see a clear uh, 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 depiction that God loves to invade darkness with light that's what we must do at this most crucial time thank you and then just the last thing I'll add um, you shed a bit of light on it initially um, where you spoke about taking caution an interesting dialogue I've seen online is that people say if I have faith in God in God's protection um, they'll quote Psalm 91 um, a lot of the time if I really believe that God's going to protect me do I then still need to take precautions um, surely faith is enough right Yes, you need to take precautions. Uh, it's, I mean, it's why I started the podcast with those three different things, which they exist outside of this, this debate, unfortunately. You know, I said something recently, which is that God isn't at war with science. Uh, this this it's, it's a false dichotomy where people say, uh, you know, God's on one side and science is on the other. They aren't on opposite sides of the spectrum. You know, taking appropriate steps to protect your family isn't lack of faith. Listening to governmental authorities isn't lack of faith. Not putting the Lord your God to test isn't lack of faith. In fact, it's careful obedience to scripture. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that, Mike, as usual. Um, and thank you guys as well for listening to us. If you have any more questions you'd like us to answer, um, please send them at hello at ourgodgivenmission.com. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.